Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. We are also the Church of Christ, preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Our lesson today is by James Mills. He is preaching on forgiveness, and this is part two of his lesson. We hope that you enjoy the lesson, and please like us on Facebook. Thank you. 15, and a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field, and the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they feed their flocks. The man said, They are departed hence. For I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. So in other words, when Joseph went to look for his brothers, they weren't there, right? And he found a man, and the man said, What are you looking for? He said, Well, I'm looking for my brothers. They're supposed to be here. He said, Oh, they departed. They went over here. So what does Joseph naturally, since he's the tattletale, he's his father's favorite, he's going to go find out what his brothers are doing. And when they saw him, verse 18, afar off, even before he came near to them, they conspired against him to what? To slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now therefore, and let us slay him, and cast him into some pit, and we will say some evil beast hath devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. So imagine, imagine the hate that his brothers had for him. Could you imagine? I know I grew up with brothers that sometimes they hated me. And sometimes I hated them as well. You know, and there was sometimes there was no love for one another. Sometimes there was jealousy. Sometimes there was envy. But I don't think I would ever get to the point where I will want to kill one of my brothers. Have you ever got to that point? I would hope and pray that we wouldn't, right? But it got to the point when they saw Joseph coming, they said, Behold the dreamer. They were mocking, right? And they talked amongst themselves. They said, How can we slay him? We will slay him and we will throw him in a pit and then we can tell Father that some wild beast came and eat him. Well, thank goodness, in verse 21, Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands and said, Let us not kill him. Really, Reuben said? Really? You guys really want to kill him? Reuben said unto them, in verse 22, Shed no blood, but cast him into the pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him, that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. So Reuben came to the rescue. Reuben said, wait a minute, guys. Wait a minute, boys. We can't kill him. That's not right. We're not going to shed blood. But maybe he said we capture him, place him in the pit, so later on, father will find him. Father will find him. Came to pass, verse 23, when Joseph was coming to his brother, they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him, and they took him and cast him into a pit. 
The pit was empty and there was no water in it. They sat down to eat bread. They lifted up their eyes and looked, and behold, a company of Ishmaelites came from Gilead with their camels bearing spicery and balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. Judah said to his brethren, What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh, and his brethren were content. So now they rethought it all, and they said, wait a minute, if we kill him, they cast him into the pit, but they said, if we kill him, he's of no good. Let's sell him. So we can profit from this sale. We can make some money in exchange, right? Verse 28, Then there passed by Midianites merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. 20 pieces of silver they sold their brother. And they brought Joseph into Egypt. Reuben returned to the pit, and behold, Joseph was not in the pit. And he ran his clothes. Remember, Reuben was the one that talked them into saving him. Now he goes to the pit, and he's gone. He returned to his brother, and he said, The child is not, and I, whither shall I go? They took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of the goats, and they dipped the coat in blood. They sent the coat of many colors, and they brought it to their father and said, This have we found. Know now whether it be thy son's coat or no. He knew it. Said, It is my son's coat. An evil beast hath devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. He said, For I will go down into the grave into my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him, and the Midianites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, and captain of the guard. Evil. Evil. Joseph's brothers had nothing but hate. They had nothing but envy. So they found a way to get rid of their poor brother. We find Joseph being cast into the pit. Imagine, no water, no food. He surely thought that his life was done for. But thank goodness, as we will find out, God. God is with Joseph. If someone does evil to us, if someone speaks evil against us, we need to realize as Christians, that God is with us as well. Rather than try to take matters in our own hands, 
Try to get revenge on people. Rather than not turning the other cheek, we need to realize that God, God is with us. Joseph had God with him. Thank goodness Joseph was sold. And we find that Joseph was sold into slavery there to one of Pharaoh's men, Potiphar. And as we follow the story of Joseph, we won't read all this, but we go over to the uh, chapter 39. The first two verses there, Joseph was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had bought him down thither. So he was sold again. But notice in verse 2, this is really important. And the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his masters, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. We need to realize as Christians that the Lord is with us. And when you think that you can't turn that other cheek, realize that God, and He will help you. Imagine the woman, as we talked about the song at the start, her child was killed by a drunk driver. She asked God to help her. She said, help me. Help me because all my life is full of hate and sadness. And God showed her a way. God showed her a way. As we read here, Joseph, God is with him. It said the Lord was with him. Everything that he done prospered. Everything that he done prospered. Well, if we continue to read and we study on what happens to Joseph, we see that he's betrayed, right? By Potiphar's wife. He's betrayed and he's cast into prison. Because of it. But eventually, he's brought out. If you go over to chapter 41. 41 there, beginning with verse uh, 36. Pharaoh had dreamed a dream, and no one could interpret the dream. And he was so upset, he said, why can no one tell me what this dream means? And the dream, as we will find out from Joseph, <laughs> Joseph was the only one that could interpret the dream. Why? Because God was with him. The Lord was with him. So what did Pharaoh do? He said, somebody please help me understand this dream. And they said, well, there's one Joseph. He's in prison. He can tell you what this dream means. Pharaoh sent for Joseph. There in chapter 41, verse 36, as Joseph begins to tell Pharaoh, back up to 34, let Pharaoh do this, and let him appoint offices over the land, and take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt, in the seven plenteous years. 
Let them gather all the food of those good years that come and lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities. And that food shall be for store to the land against the seven years of famine which shall be in the land of Egypt that the land perish not through the famine. So what Pharaoh had dreamed that there was going to be a great famine come to the land of Egypt, right? Seven years. And Joseph said, listen, this is what your dream means. So what you need to do is in the next two years, gather all that you can. Because this is coming. This is coming, Pharaoh. This is coming. So because of this, in verse 37, and the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh, and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? Pharaoh said to Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house. And according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have sent thee over all the land of Egypt. So here we have Joseph, who his brothers betrayed. And they sold him. They cast him into the pit. And they sold him for 20 pieces of silver. Now Joseph is sold into slavery. But eventually he's in prison. And now he's just been in charge of all the land of Egypt. God was with Joseph. God was with Joseph. Eventually he comes back to see his brothers. Chapter 42, when the famine had hit the land, Jacob saw in verse 1 of chapter 42 that there was corn in Egypt. He said to his sons, why do ye look one upon another? He said, behold, I have heard that there's corn in Egypt. Get you down thither and buy for us from thence that we may live and not die. And Joseph's ten brethren went down to buy corn in Egypt. So we see here, those same brothers that betrayed Joseph, they're going to have to come to face him. Knowing not that he was still alive. Because they hated him so much, they wanted rid of him. And after all this time, we'll see that they finally are going to have to face Joseph. Go on to chapter 45, verses 1 through 15. Joseph could not refrain from himself before all them that stood by him. And he cried, Cause every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him. While Joseph made himself known 
and to his brethren. And he wept aloud, verse 2, and the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, what do you think he would say to his brothers? Put yourself in his shoes. Put yourself in Joseph's shoes when you've been sold for 20 pieces of silver and your brothers have sold you into slavery. And years later when you have been put in charge of all of Egypt, then your brothers come to you. They come begging for food, right? For corn. What would you do? Joseph wept. And Joseph said unto his brother in verse 3, I am Joseph. Thus my father yet live. So what did Joseph do? He's concerned about his father. He doesn't care what they had done to him. He's not looking for revenge. He says his father's still alive. I'm Joseph, your brother. How's father? His brother could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. Remember those heaps of coal that we spoke of at the start of the lesson? That if you return good for evil, it will call heaps of coal on your head. Cause these people to realize just how mean they were. When he asked, how, how's father? I'm Joseph, your brother. They were ashamed, right? They hung their head. They couldn't believe it. They were troubled. Verse 4, And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me. Come near. Come here, I pray you. And they came near. He said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me either. For God did send me before you to preserve life. Joseph said, look, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. God put me here. This was God's work. God was in control of this. Don't grieve over what you've done to me. God is in control. When people are evil to you, when people speak mean to you, when people treat you so bad, God is there. God is with you. For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in the which there shall neither be earring nor harvest. God sent me before you to preserve you in prosperity in the earth and to save your lives by great deliverance. And if you continue on to read through the chapter, he says, come, go get Father and come and live here in the land. And I will feed you and I will nurture you, not only you, 
But your children, he said, but your children. Imagine the thoughts that were going through his brother's mind. When all he had to give for them was love. In return for their evil, he returned love. He returned love. Eventually, if we go over to chapter 50, starting there with verse 15, when Jacob had passed away, when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will preadventure hate us. He will hate us now. We'll certainly require us all the evil which we did unto him. So even after all that love that Joseph showed them and gave them and took them in, in the back of their mind, they thought the only reason he's doing this is because of dad. He's only doing this because of father. They still couldn't accept the love that he gave them. They still couldn't see that all he wanted to do was to be loved and to be their brother. They said, now that father's dead, he will surely return evil to us. They sent a messenger unto Joseph saying, thy father did command before he died, saying, so shall ye say unto Joseph, forgive, forgive, I pray thee now the trespass of thy brethren and their sin. For they did unto thee evil. And now we pray thee, forgive. Forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept when they spake unto him. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. They feared that all he was going to do now is be mean to them and return evil for what they had done. And they fell down and they said, We will serve you. We will serve you, Joseph. What does Joseph say? Notice. Joseph said to them, Fear not. Verse 19, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. To bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. God had a plan, he said. This was God's plan. Joseph dwelt in Egypt, he and his father's house, and Joseph lived 110 years. Joseph said that this is all in God's hands, brothers. It's his doing. Don't grieve over what you've done for me. I will continue to love you. He said, I will continue that love. That same love we see over in the book of Luke. 
Lord and Savior Jesus was being led away to be crucified, His own people did not receive Him. His own people cried out, Crucify! Crucify Him! And in Luke chapter 23 there, beginning with verse 20, as they led Jesus away, Pilate therefore willing to release Jesus spake again to them, but they cried, saying, Crucify Him, crucify Him. He said to them the third time, Why? What evil had He done? I have found no cause of death in Him. I will therefore chastise Him and let Him go. But they were instant with loud voices requiring that He might be crucified. And the voices of them and of the chief priests prevailed. Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they required and he released to do them him that for sedition and murder was cast into prison whom they had desired. But he delivered Jesus to their will. They cried out, crucify, crucify. Pilate said, he's done nothing. As they led him away, in verse 26, they laid hold upon Simon. A Cyrenian coming out of the country and on him they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. And there followed him a great company of people and of women which also bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus turning to them, daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. If we go down to verse 34, then said Jesus, Father, Forgive. There's that word again, right? Father, forgive. For they know not what they do. The greatest example of forgiveness that we can find in God's Word is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He had done nothing wrong but what He said. It's my Father's will. Let it be done. He could have had this go away. But even in all that, when they were leading Him away to crucify Him, all He could do was think about forgiveness. Forgiveness. Forgive them.